0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Glory Room. I'm Prophetess Lou. Before we get started, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for life, health, and strength. Thank you for loving us and taking care of us. Most of all, we thank you for saving our soul. Father God, we ask today as we have, as we listen to this word, as we read this word, that we may be able to apply it. Father God, bless the ones that are hearing it bless the ones that are reading it. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Okay, key verse of the day is Mark 4, 34. He did not say anything to them without using a parable. But when he was alone with his own disciples, he explained everything. Subject, tuning in for Jesus' wisdom. Christian truths, I'm going to say it and pause on each one to give you opportunity to say it if you like. I am tuning in to wisdom. I am waiting on God. I am disciplined. I am a disciple of Christ. Sorry. I am yielding to him. When we are alone, when we are studying, the Holy Spirit reveals to us everything we need to know. That's about our life, about a particular verse we are studying, and maybe His will. However, when we are alone, we are left with our own thoughts. We are left with our own emotions. We can figure things out. Usually when, I, when I'm alone, I can sort out how I'm feeling. I can sort out situations that have came my way, and I, I give them to God. And I allow Him to speak to me while I'm waiting in His presence. In today's verse, you will see Jesus let them know everything once they were alone. He explained things he couldn't do in front of others. He says this, he did not say anything to them without using a parable. But when he was alone with his own disciples, he explained everything. He explains everything to them. Whatever parable, whatever is happening, he explains so they would never be in the dark. And Jesus says this to them, that everything I he says that everything I am the way, the light of the world. Whoever follows me would never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. This isn't just for them then, but it's also for us today that when we follow him, we won't be in the dark, that we will walk in the light. He will, we will know more than most and we will see more than most because our eyes are open to everything. Walking in the light of God gives us the freedom to see into different realms, see into different, see into his will. He will allow us to know more because we are his. One day, Jesus said, John 15 and 15, I no longer call you slaves because a master doesn't confide in his slave. Now you are my friends since I have told you everything the Father told me. See, Jesus is telling us that we are his friends and he will tell us everything. But as long as we are slaves to the flesh, how will he be able to confide in us about anything if our mind isn't on him? If our mind is staying in the isn't on staying in the light. Why would he tell us anything? God called Moses on the mount eight times. and Each time he wanted to confide in him, spend time with him. When Moses was there, it was just God and Moses. God is asking us today to come to him to hear him speak. But we won't. We are too busy entertaining the flesh and our own morals and values instead of applying what we heard in the word. Daniel 2 47 the king answered Daniel said surely your God is a God of God of gods and Lord of kings and a revealer of mysteries since you have been able to reveal this mystery see it says here God is a revealer of mysteries and he reveals what Daniel needed to know because Daniel was a man who also sought God he was a man that prayed every day to him because he wanted to remain close do you desire to know the secrets to know more of the word to be do you, Sorry, do you desire to know the secrets, to know more of the word, to be poured into more and overflow? If so, we must spend time with him. Get alone and pray. Get alone and meditate. Get alone and wait for the Lord. Today, the Holy Spirit is calling us to start taking, taking time alone and start allowing him to heal us. A lot of us need healing. A lot of us need him to come and show us why we are here. Some of us need purpose. Do you believe that we all have a purpose? Do you believe that when we surrender to him, our true purpose comes through? Our our true self starts to shine through because we surrender to him. We just don't surrender our romantic life or our work life, but every part of ourselves we must give into him so he can pull us into the side, so he can pull us to the side and share something we have been missing this whole time make time so that he may share with you today prayer heavenly father we thank you for everything we ask you to forgive us of our sins help us to stay focused on you and to make time with you father god we know that you are a healer and a helper we know that we can trust in you to heal us of our wounds and save us from the things we are struggling with father we ask you to take our situations our problems and guide us Lord, we ask you to teach us what we should know and and we will listen. Help us to apply this to our daily life. We want to know you and your mysteries. We yield ourselves to you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So today's topic is tuning in for Jesus' wisdom. We're going to give everyone a few minutes to maybe get something to drink, maybe their Bible, whatever they need. Just a few seconds. So topic is tuning in for Jesus wisdom. Um if you notice here in our t- today's key verse is Mark 4:34 he did not say anything to them without using a parable but when he was alone with his own disciples he explained everything. He explained everything. See, when we take that time out and some people might say I sound like a broken record because I always say that you need to wake up and pray. And if you ever do it and you do it for like a solid two weeks you will see the difference in your relationship with christ when we take that time and we turn off our phones whether it's day or night and we turn off our phones we turn off our televisions we 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 make distance between our family from from our kids however we can do it we we go alone and we just sit and we meditate and we sit and we read our word and we sit and pray. He's able to teach you then because he has your full attention. That's why I tell people, please get a paper Bible. It will change your life. Yes, you're, you have the version app. I tell you that much. This That app is amazing. It has all kinds of contents on it. I'm not, I don't want to get too, too thrown off by explaining what this app has on it. Most people know what this app has on it. It's a great app. But when you have a paper Bible and you don't have your phone in your hand, you are fully giving God your full attention. Now, if you don't have a paper Bible, I will send you a paper Bible. If you want to contact me, I will send you a paper Bible. It won't be the top of line Bible, but it'll be a Bible you can read. It'll be a Bible you can meditate and read the word of God and, and get along with. When you take that Bible and you, you separate yourself, you allow the Holy Spirit to teach you, You are giving him your undivided attention without anything interrupting you. Yeah, sure, we could put our phone to do not disturb. And some people are like, well, I won't touch my phone. I know this is a moment I have to have with God, so I, I know how to do that. That's fine. But those of you that know that you will pick up your phone, those of you that know notifications, your phone lighting up, you know those type of things bother you, get a paper Bible. Take your phone. Text anyone you can that you know that's gonna that's gonna message you. I normally do. I normally send a group message. I'll say, "Hey, I'm in my prayer closet," or "Hey, I'm, I'm about to pray," and most of the time by now everyone knows my schedule when I pray and when I don't pray and when I'm doing whatever. But you text everyone. You tell everyone, "Hey, I'm I'm about to spend some time with the Lord," and you have some people that are like, oh, "Okay," and most people understand that they won't text you. Some people will refuse to text you or call you unless it's an emergency. So you already got that out of the way. You set your phones aside. You shut the door. You shut your car door. You shut your closet door. Wherever you got to do, wherever you at, shut the door and listen. And as you listen, write it down. The Holy Spirit is going to start speaking to you. Even as you read, he's going to speak to you. He's going to show you words and, and different verses. And if you ever get to a verse and that verse stands out to you and you just it just something about it that's what he wants to tell you that is applying something to your life that's how you know when the Holy Spirit speaks to you because you're reading let's just say for this for instance it says he did not say anything to them without using a parable but when we was alone with his own disciples he explained everything that's how he got my attention with this verse he picked out he showed me like it seemed like it stood out on the pages but when he he was alone but when he was alone but when he was alone When we are alone and we allow ourselves to submit to him, we allow our minds to be open, our ears to be open and we're focused on him. That is when we will understand everything. Because we're no longer focused on anything. We're focused just on him. That's what the Holy spirit wants to do. He wants to teach us. He wants us to know what's in his word. He wants to be able to apply everything to our lives. And in order to, to do that, we must submit our time to him. It's important. Another part of this we studied was when he said, um, he says this. He says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me would never be in the darkness, but I I will, but I will have the light of life. But they will have the light of life. But they will have the light of life. When we just glaze over the word of God, we're really just walking in darkness, not spiritual darkness, but we're walking in darkness where we're not understanding. We're not fully allowing our mind to understand what he's saying because we're just reading it. But when we allow the Holy Spirit to be our teacher, to be our guide, when we read the word of God, we are no longer in the dark, we're in the light. And we could take that word, and it says in the Bible, the word is the light into our feet and a, a light into our path. And so when we allow this word to light our path, we can figure out exactly where he wants us to go with no hindrance involved. That's why he says, I am the light of the world. Whoever followed me would never walk in darkness, but would have the light of life. He is the light of life. He speaks into our spirit, man. That's why you see some people they 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 say I have to go pray, I have to go read my word because they know they need that word. They know they need that moment with God for him to teach them so they can know more. That's the only way we can know more and grow in the realms of the different spirit. That's why some people are so elevated in in different levels of of their of their, of their connection with God because they're allowing themselves to always yielding their time with god any moment any second they're acknowledging his presence that's another thing we must do is acknowledge his presence that he is there a lot of times forget a lot of times some of us forget that he's there but we must remember that he's always there he's always watching he's always ready to teach us and show us but we must be the ones to yield okay one of the other parts is, is John 15, 15. That's another um, scripture we study. I know we'll call you slaves because a master doesn't confide in his slaves. Now you are my friends since I told you everything in the, in the everything the father told me. He can't tell us anything if we're still dabbling in the flesh. He can't reveal anything to us if we won't settle down and listen to him. We have to be a, a people of this generation that yields and longs to get to know Him. We long to 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 be His friend. We long to to understand what He's trying to say. Because in this world, people would constantly guide you and lead you in the wrong way. Because that's what the enemy wants you to do. But when we are children of God, we we block out what they say. We block out the thoughts that the enemy give us, and we focus on God. And the only way to focus on God is when we yield ourselves to hear him speak. We have to allow him to speak into us. And the only way he can do that is when we study our word. He can't, we can't just be his friends if we are still slaves to flesh. We have to start letting go the things of the flesh. And in order to do that, we must yield ourselves to him. Yield those situations to him. Yield those temptations to him. Yield those urges to him. And he will help you through it. But he can't help you if you're not willing to let go and you still want to dabble in the flesh. We can't dabble in the flesh and expect to be friends, expect him to confide in us, expect him to teach us. Because what is he gonna teach us about if we're not willing to let go? What What is he gonna teach us about if we're not willing to let go of the comforts of this life to hold on to what he's trying to give us about, our new life, our new identity. See, some of us are confused with our identity because we're constantly listening to things and listening to people telling us what we are instead of listening and reading our word and knowing who we are. Amen. We need to start figuring out who we are by reading our word and God will show you in his word. He says, you're my friend. Amen. He says, you will become, we will no longer be in darkness. That means we won't no longer be blind. Amen. He tells you just in those two verses there what we aren't. We are no longer blind. We are no longer slaves. We, we know our identity are now we're friends with God. Amen. The thing is about Daniel. Daniel, we, 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 we did a verse on him. Daniel two forty two and 47, the king answered Daniel and said, Surely your God is a God of gods and a Lord of kings and reveal your mysteries. And since you have been able to reveal his mysteries, See, Daniel was able to reveal his mystery because Daniel fasted all the time. Daniel prayed all the time. He prayed three times a day. Some of us, we can't even get out one because we won't get out of bed. Some of us won't even pray because we won't get up at night to even get up out of bed to pray. We've got to figure out what is going to get us closer to him. We can't expect to have the gift, the gifts of the Spirit if we're not willing to sacrifice time sacrifice our night, sacrifice our sleep. Now, God do wants to go to sleep. He wants us to be energized because you can't be sleepy and cranky and ready to combat with the enemy because you can't be tired. But God will give you strength. But he wants us to go to sleep. But the thing is, is that he wants you to sacrifice your time. He wants you to sacrifice something to be able to show that you're willing to sacrifice anything to get to him every day we need to sacrifice something to get to him. Stop thinking that you don't have to give up your time. You have to pencil him in. You have to learn to set. You learn, not that you have to, you can pencil him in. Let me say that. You can pencil him in, but do it in a way that's not like I'm penciling in because I have no other time. This is the time I, this is the only set time I have. No, you're penciling in so you can remember to do it. Because let's just admit some of us are older, we forget. I I sometimes have to write down things that I have to do. Okay. But don't pencil them in because you say, I have all this time in the day. This is the only small amount I can give him. It's a difference. You see what I'm saying? So if you're writing him in and say, hey, this is the this is the time that I have. I can do it any other time, but I'm penciling in so I can know when to do it. That's the difference, okay? I just want to clarify That's a big difference. Let's look at some Bible verses. Hebrews 6 and 1. Hebrews 6 and 1. And let me clarify that again. It's okay to write it down that you want to spend time with God, but don't pencil them in and say, this is the only time I have because we all have time to spend with God. It's just up to us if we want to give up that time, Okay. I just want to clarify that because I don't want to have said it the wrong way to offend anyone because I think I told everyone you need to pencil them in if, you, if you're if you not going to remember. And a lot of times we forget because we'd be so busy. And to me, it seemed like time has sped up a lot. Okay. Let's look at Hebrews 6 and 1. It says. So let us stop going back and back. Let's, let me start. Over. So let us stop going over the basic teachings about Christ again and again. Let us go on instead and become mature in our understanding. Surely we don't need to start again with the fundamental importance of repenting from evil deeds and placing our faith in God. Hebrews 6 and 1 NIV says, therefore, let us leave the elementary doctrines of Christ and go on to maturity, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and faith and towards God. See, as we take the time, when we, we tune into wisdom. We, we learned that we shouldn't be repenting about evil deeds that we know are wrong. We, it says here, surely we don't need to start again with the fundamentals of importance, repenting from evil deeds, placing our faith in God. We should be at the point in our in our learning, our maturity with God, that we shouldn't be repenting about things that we learned when we was a baby in Christ. We shouldn't be going back. We should be going forward. It says here in the beginning, so let us stop going over the basic teaching about Christ again and again. Let us go on instead and become mature on our understanding. We must be mature in our understanding of God. We should take whatever he gives us and learn from it. We should be elevating, 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 not decreasing because we can't let go. We have to learn at these stages now, why the fundamentals. Just in case your baby Christ, if you are learning the fundamental, fundamental, sorry, of the the Word of God, that's fine. You're going to make mistakes. You you're going to have moments where you you're frustrated, but when you become mature and 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 well seasoned in your growth with Christ, the Things that you did in the beginning stages shouldn't be a problem now. That's what Paul was say. Okay. Let's look at Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. Okay. Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in every in, in these evil days. Um, NIV says, look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of your time because the days are evil. Best use of your time. Yeah, God wants you to enjoy your life. He wants you to go on vacation. He wants you to enjoy the fruits of your labor. He wants you to do all that. But making the best use of your time. Don't spend all day on foolish things and then not have time to spend time with him. It goes back to us saying, okay, I'm going to pencil him in and say, this. I need to do this at this time. I need to do this because if, if not, I'm going to forget. You need to make the best use of your time by figuring out what in your daily schedule that you can get rid of that's not important. And pencil in and know that this is what I need to do to get closer to God. I need to meditate at this time. I need to pray at this time. Because at 12 o'clock, you're going to see me go leave my office and go to the bathroom and pray. You're going to see me leave my office and go to the car and pray because I know at 12 o'clock, 1230, something like that, I need to pray. I'm making the best use of my time. That is making the best use of your time when you apply it to building a relationship with God. Okay. It says this on 17, it said, don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. We must, in order for us to understand what God wants us to do, we we must make the best use of our time by connecting with God. Everything's back to connecting with God. To know his will, we must connect with God, which we need to pray. See, we have to do these things, people of God. If we don't pray, we don't read our word, we don't make the best use of our time, we would never grow. We would never grow. It is important as a christian as a believer that we grow in him we must find a way to to help keep keep ourselves focused on him and not the things of this world because it's so easy to do with so much to do now you can go on when, when i was growing up you, you i think we had dial up computer we had a sega Genesis. I think we had TV and my mom and dad, it was very strict. They didn't, they didn't allow us to do too much TV time, not too much gaming, I love the game. So they didn't let us to do too much gaming. We went outside some time, but when it was time to go to bed, they read us the Bible, we prayed, they made sure we got that time in. We have to figure out nowadays, because there's so much to do, how to apply our time with him, because it's important. Okay? Let's go on and say it says, um, I think that's going to be it on here. Okay, so we learned today that when we spend time alone with God, that he will give us wisdom. He will pour out into us and pour into our spirit. But in order to do that, we must get alone because we can't hear him with so much noise. Like even in my room now, I've got like a, um, some kind of air purifier going and it's so loud. I I hear the computer going, it's so loud. At night, before I go to sleep, I turn on the sound for box fan and it plays. But when I turn all that off, like now, it's quiet. These are the times that I take and I talk to God because I know when I take this time, this quiet time, and I allow him to speak into me and I allow myself to settle And I just sit and rest in his presence that he's going to say something to me. We have to learn how to get alone with God so he can speak to us. And if you say, hey, I don't hear him when, when I do this, ask yourself, what in your life is causing you to have a blockage? Is it a sin? Is it something you said? Is it something in your heart? You must give those things up to God. Because if you have hatred in your heart, you have bitterness in your heart, malice, anger, anything like that, you won't hear him. You won't. Now you hear him randomly tell you, hey, you got something you need to talk to me about. But for the most part, you won't hear him because it's too much blocking your ears. Every day, ask God to purify your ears, purify your your heart, renew your mind so that you may hear from him. I pray you all have a blessed day. Remember, Jesus loves you. I love you too. Wherever platform you listen on, please click the heart button, the like button, follow, subscribe, wherever you have to do. Thank you so much.